Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Conti Fitness. Get the best in personal and online training and coaching, where you will find monthly online unlimited yoga packages, run training, play yoga, motivational speaking, and more. If that's not all, find out how to get the newest facial exercise program and manual. Let's face it together. Go to ContiFitness.net to find out more. High Five Health and Fitness. Create positive change in your life with online health coaching sessions with High Five Health and Fitness. Also brought to you by Revolution Running. Join world-renowned Dr. Jason Karp for a workshop or certification near you. Author of Run Your Fat Off, Inner Runner, and so many more books. That's R-E-V-O-2-L-U-T-I-O-N, running.com. Also brought to you by 361 Degrees. For the best in athletic footwear and apparel, go one degree beyond with 361 Degrees. For codes and promos, go to twofitcrazies.com and click on the podcast sponsor tab at the top of the page. It's Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. We just had a little business meeting here real quick. It was like, don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> it's hard to be, it's hard to be really serious. It's sometimes. hard. To, it's sometimes we just have to like really get professional. Brian and I are so tired. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> who's slept less and who's done more trainings? My, my Tag. S- my standard line around the house is, what do you want from me? <laughs> you know? I don't know. What do you want from me? Huh? Oh my gosh. I'm like, we're good. We're good. That's my line. I'm like, we're good. You okay? Um, we're good. We're all good. It's all happening. Yeah. I don't even know who we is sometimes. Like I'm talking about myself in multiple. Like a know, marathon. People. You run the mile that you're in. Mm-hmm. Right? The ones that you've already done are irrelevant. And the ones that you're coming up on don't matter yet either. You run the mile you're in. I was never like that though. I was always like a planning two weeks out kind of person. Like the whole week is planned and this and that. And yeah. I'm like. We, let me just get through today, and then we'll talk about maybe what's happening tomorrow, or the next day, I'm or the weekend. Oh, I was my, never like that. It's this is that hysterical. is my like with the way I roll. Shocking. Sometimes the alarm goes. Shocking. Off. Yeah, sometimes the <laughs> alarm goes off, and I'm like, okay, why'd that go off? What am I? Oh, I know I have something. Okay. I write now exactly what I need to do in the alarm. Like, Christine, go train here. Go to this. You know, it'll say it as the alarm, you know, goes off on my phone and it'll, it'll come up in big letters. Like, just to remind me, A, what day it is. B, what time it is. C, like, where my focus needs to be. Is it business Christine or workout Christine or what is it? So, I love it. So, what are we coming off of? Episode Fifty. This is episode fifty-one. What the fifty? What the fifty? Oh, it's the great. grand celebration of Seriously. all that is two fit crazies and a microphone. Where we went over the best of the best, some great moments, our favorite moments, some amazing guests that we had, and kind of ran through a little recap. And I think you know we talked about our direction. Where hey, we're staying in our lane, staying in our wheelhouse, and now we've really developed from talking into a computer where we sound like you know, children to, um, <laughs> professional adults now. <laughs> Holy smoky voice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's really, it's, it's tons of fun. I'm having a blast with this and, it's been uh, an evolution. Yeah. And just looking back at, at, you know, 50 episodes and, and, uh, 
and and just who we've spoken to and and you know who we've had on the show and some of the highlights and some of the best things and things that I learned. That's the best part about it is you know it's it's continuing education for me for sure. Me too. And yeah, of course. And uh, the stories. I, I only speak for myself. Right. <sighs> the stories have been great, though. Yeah. That's that I think we've learned from, you know, bringing people on and interviewing, you know, that it's, that it's just not about their company or their product, that it's really about how they got to that point. And, you know, that, that journey to get to, you know, being known. And I think some of the best people we talk to are so humble. Yes. And we're like, wow, but this is great. And they're like, well, you know, but we're. I mean, that's really life that you're always working on yourself and working on that next thing and, you know, staying ahead of the curve. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And, you know, we're always more than what we're doing. You know, it's like um, my, my wife's a school teacher, as you know, and, you know, when the kids, she's got little kids. She's a first grade teacher. So, like, when the kids see her outside of school, like, they, you know, it's almost like, you know, she's not human. You know, she's, what What are you doing outside of school? And it's, you know, and it's kind of like, it's never, I mean, she's obviously way more than a teacher and she's got a life. And, and that's what we find out from, from people is that they're more than the program that they've developed or they're more than their product or they're more than anything. You know, it's just, it's just the human element and getting to know people and, and, and learning from them and finding out why they did what they did is, is, is so interesting to me. And, uh, I just love it. 51. We're on 51 right we now. We are 51 now. So now... We're heading towards a hundred. Oh yeah! Can't wait for the hundred celebration. Because things have been heating up. I mean, we it, we took our time getting to fifty because, you know, we're figuring out you know the show and the you know all of the uh, the technology. Thank you, Brian, for you know really stepping up for the IT director position for this. You know, <laughs> flying by the seat of my pants. I, you know, <laughs> it's been fantastic. Yeah. Delegated. So. You know, we've come to posters and and likewise, Christine's the official booker of the show, and she's been crushing marketing. Yeah. You know, things oh, like absolutely. that. It's, we got to take. You know, we each have our roles here. Yeah. Um, but we're excited to bring you. You know, the next fifty, which is going to be, um, I think, a lot sooner than we think. We're going to hit a hundred, and it's going to. If be I could do awesome. like nothing but podcasting, we're, I would just sit here. I do this like every day. Did everyone hear that? I would do this every day. Like, subscribe, <laughs> download, make it happen. Apple world, iTunes. Let's do this. So we're bringing you today episode fifty-one with the Kershaw Anthony, who developed Kerboomka and Kerboom Kids, and he is. Quite the firecracker, is he not? Was he oh, not awesome? He is just a breath of fresh air. You know, it's uh, it, it was. He's got energy, folks. You're gonna like this. He's just eccentric, and he's out there, and he puts himself out there, really in a way that demands attention. I think, and he's got a great heart. He's got a great story, and you know, again, things always weren't you know rainbows and sunshine for him. You know, he went through his struggles. He worked hard. He He's someone who grinds. He knows oh, yeah. how to work. Yes. Um, but, He's a really hard worker. Oh, my gosh. But through, you know, really determination and just, you know, working all the time, he's a part of different companies. He's been in acting and some modeling and dancing and choreography and fitness. And really, he's used all of these to put together to affect great change in this world and work with kids. And work with the kids. I was going to say <sighs> that's exactly it. I mean, I just love his angle and where he's taking things and and his passion for helping children 
and he really saw a need to to bring this program into schools so that he could you know help kids that really really need it and uh you know and have fun and enjoy themselves and put on a program where kids you know feel proud about themselves and and love it and and the energy that the teachers you know he says the teachers um uh give back you know that he sees that that the carry over that the teachers report back to him for several weeks after he shows up at their school to do his program is really cool and I think the coolest thing that you're going to, one of the coolest things you're going to get out of this is that working with those kids is really changing the way that they see about, see themselves and see fitness and see health. And, um, and I want you to really listen as he talks and he has a pledge that he uses. And one of the things, you know, he, he really promotes is that he tells the kids, you know, promise to stay healthy, active, be kind to my classmates and teacher and always be great. It's perfect. Love it. It's so good. I mean, that's what this is about. It's so, so It's simple. It's effective. And it's on the mark. And there's so much more. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy Kershaw and this whole idea of Kerboomka. And he tells a story about how he came up with it and Kerboom Kids. And you're going to see a lot of great things from, uh, from Kershaw Anthony. So I'm excited for you to hear all about him if you have not yet done so. Episode 51. Cue the music. Christine Conte and I'm Brian Prendergast and we are two fit crazes and a microphone we are where it's at Brian how you doing so today? good so good I cut you off I jumped you on the on that I know the question I am fantastic always always rainbows and unicorns over in Brian's fit crazy life <laughs> what, what else you know love it love it so anyhow how are you doing I am freaking exhausted <laughs> I just came in here like a big fat disaster. <laughs> not that that's not usually the case of the craziness of Christine, but um, you know, you're trying to uh, trying to inspire the world sometimes takes a lot out of you. It wipes you out, right? Yeah. I mean, my whole job, I tell you, my my whole thing is just to get these mics on and get everything set up for when you come <laughs> flying through the door. You know, it's like thank God <laughs> for you, Brian. Not only because of that, nah. but because all the posters and all of our shit would be like messed up <laughs> if we our business cards would you know like one fit. It doesn't work. It doesn't. So thank goodness. <laughs> Keep yourself healthy, as will I. Yeah, it's oh, a man. grind. It's a grind. Crazy. So. Anyhow, let's um let's get into this today because yes. we have such an awesome guest for you guys today and we're excited as always because our job is to inspire this world to move through health and fitness and nutrition and you know what? Just straight up awesome stories of people being human and just going out in the world with an idea and saying, you know what? Here's what I think and I want people to know that they can be better than they are. I want them to move. I want them to be healthy, That's not it. just for now, but forever. Progress. And we have the 
Kershaw Anthony with us today, which he's going to tell you all about his story and his programs that he's designed. And it, it honestly warms my heart, Brian, when I see his like posts and whatnot, because he works with so many kids. Kids. Ah. Oh. Kabooms. Oh my gosh. Booms. Booms. Kershaw, how are you? I am fantabulous. What's going on, Brian? What's going on, Christina? Everything. Oh my gosh! Everything and anything is always going on, Kershaw. So I hear you. Holy moly! Where are you today? Um, where am I? I'm actually I'm on the island. I'm in town today. Okay, so which is oh everyone on everyone listens to this from all over the world. So what the hell island are you talking about? Because oh, I okay, am, that's Long Island, New York. Everyone, that's, that's where you're. That's, that's where, where you're at. from, right? Say again. That's where you're from, right? Ah, uh, yes. And that's yes, why I love a- you so much, because I'm a Long Island girl as well, you know? Oh, look at that. That's what we do. What, what's your hometown, Kershaw? Uh, Holbrook. Holbrook, Suffolk County, Long Island. All right. That's it. Conti's a uh, Babylon girl, if I'm not oh. mistaken. Mm-hmm. Babylon. Yep. I was just in Babylon a couple of weeks ago for my high, one of my high school reunions. It was, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It's always... It's always weird to go back because I've lived outside of the island and all over the place for, oh my gosh, for so long now that it's, I miss it. There's nothing like it. I know people, you know, kind of sometimes think us Long Island people are a little weird, but you know We what? are. Yeah. <laughs> I've embraced that. No, we are, in, we are different. We are weird. I've traveled everywhere and I realize why they think of us the way they do because we're weird. I... <laughs> I was upstate. I was in uh, Lake Placid last weekend for the, you know, for the Ironman. And I kept looking around and saying to my husband, I was like, wow, it's, it's so weird. There's so many New York plates up here. Cause I'm thinking that we're in like a different state. <laughs> He's like, you idiot. You idiot. We're in New York. And I was like, I know, I know. It's just so different. Like, Cause when we go to New York, we go to the city. Like I've lived there. You go to Long Island. I'm very rarely in the Adirondacks. You must've you know? had something on your mind up there. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's so weird. Everyone's from New York here. <laughs> from New York. Well, yeah, I mean, you did drive, you know, you drive, you drive drive whatever six hours right. you know to get there it's, it's not totally it's different. not close man so Kershaw let's uh let's talk about this the very first time I actually um I, of course I've seen you social media I told you know everyone's like Facebook famous and Instagram and everything um but before that was really super huge I remember coming across you and I walked past your like little stage outside of ECA world in New York. And I think you were, I'm positive your son was with you and he was, he was pretty young. Um, yes. At the time. And you know, you didn't even have like a, you know, I don't even think you had like a big presentation, like in a room or whatever. You were just kind of like outside. And it was, I want to say the nascent stage of your, of your program. And I was like, what's this? This guy's got it going on. Like, he's got a look. He's got, and I, I definitely want to talk about what you look like because it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> you got a look. You got a brand, Kershaw. Like, you, you know, got a, thank, it's thank amazing. Um, but there's so many, you know, I guess there's so many fitness programs and there's so many people out there that, you know, our listeners and people don't know about that really are just amazing. And again, the first time I came across, I'm like, wow, that's a cool name. He's got a, you know, cool kind of, you know, program. And then over the years, kind of watching you evolve has been amazing because, you you know, you've gone from this idea of, all right, this is, you're someone who followed their calling. 
I mean, you're like, hey, this is something that makes me happy, make, you know, really lights my shine. And you went for it. And it's tough. I mean, the fitness industry, it's oh not goodness. like, it's not like you are like, hey, I'm going to make a million dollars. So I'm going to go teach classes. It, yeah, you know, it's not happening. it doesn't work that way. <laughs> it um, doesn't work that way, unfortunately. At all. So let's talk about it. you grew up in Long Island. And yeah. now, did you, did you always want to, I mean, not every, uh, definitely not every guy out there even wants to come up with a some sort of fitness or any sort of dance. Like, how did that happen? Were you like, well, oh, I'm going to go to college I, for this? Well, I was always, I mean, I was always dancing. Dancing was always my passion. It's what I always did. Uh, I was even when I was growing up uh, in my teenage years, I started teaching it. Um, and in my, during that time, I just thought, okay, I'm just going to open up a dance studio, you know, and, and that was going to be my thing and just teach kids who are in the dance realm, just more dance stuff, you know? And as I grew older, I became more, I would say health conscious and more fitness oriented. And I really started going to the gym and that started becoming like my passions, just kind of like starting to take care of yourself. Um, and, uh, it was making me feel, um, uh, a sort of way, the way I was feeling when I was just teaching the kids, um, you know, the, the dance school stuff, um, the fitness really started to become a, a part of my life. And it really started to become a phenomenon with, uh, I think just the world in general. We all became more health conscious. We all started going to the gym more. And then all these type of programs really started, you know, popping up, um, that people were creating. Um, and to be honest with you, for me, I wanted a free gym, uh, gym membership. So I said the way to get a free gym membership is to maybe work for the gym. So I, I just told him I was a dance teacher and, you know, I, I teach dance classes to kids and adults. And they gave me an opportunity for me to actually teach a class um, in their facility. And that's where, you know, before the Kaboom uh, brand was born is where I was actually teaching like dance fitness. So it was, you know, teaching non-dancers, those who were just want to move and have fun and listen to great music. You know, that's where I was really trying to kind of change the game and where my passion was really going. You know, I thought that business-wise, that would be the, you know, the uh, the way to go. Wow. So what – so now take us forward to, you know, you, you mentioned Kerboomka. When – did you come up with this or what was the, you know, what was it? Is it like a best ideas, you know, scribbled on a napkin or was it like, this is it. I can do this or I have an idea. What happened there? Well, um, it started to become, uh, it was actually a close friend of mine who, I, I mean, I was just teaching classes and my classes started filling up before I knew I was doing like 90, 90 students every Sunday morning um, at this gym. And I was just like, all right, class is building. This is awesome. People love me and the things like that. They love the program until a friend of mine was like, um, you, you know what you're doing is like actually amazing. You know, and <laughs> people people do things like this and they create programs. She goes, you know, you can make some real money by like creating this program that you're doing because people love it. It's different. And, you know, you can certify others. You can have DVDs. And, you know, that same day she was talking to me, I was like, nah, that's, you know, that wasn't in my realm. I was just basically still a, a teacher. You know, that's why yeah. I felt myself as a, a fitness instructor. And then the next day, I, I, the next day I was just like, maybe she's right. You know, maybe, you know, I mean, I knew what I was doing was something different, but creating it as a program or like as a business and getting others to instruct it and things like that, I, that was something that was not in my, you know, in my thought process. So, it, you know, so when I slept on it, 
um, it, you know, it, it, it really filled, it, it filled me up with like, okay, this is a, this is a cool challenge. You know, this is like the next level in it. You know, instead of me working for somebody and just building their business, I said, why can I not own my own business and build my own clientele and, and be a, you know, be a businessman, be an entrepreneur, you know, own my own stuff. And, um, you know, I was so, I'm thankful to this day that she mentioned that to me because as long, I mean, as much as it's been such a crazy, you know, 24 seven hardworking, you know, type of effort that you got to put into it, I am grateful that I've, decided to do something like that you know and and really see what i was doing and what i was creating that i could do more than just the people inside this uh inside one gym i could create this and have this world nationwide worldwide you know so that's fantastic uh, it's really i mean it is it's it's a lot of what we've heard from other people that have created these things like you know you're just doing what you love and then, you know, you kind of look at it or in this case, somebody suggested to you and said, hey, I can, you know, you can do this a little bit bigger and you can broaden it and, and, and bring it to, to more people. And, you know, and then it just kind of takes on a life of its own. Uh, yeah, so, it takes over your life. <laughs> <laughs> how, how different is it now from when you, uh, you know, put pen to pad and or started it or how different is it from what you were actually teaching at that time in the gyms? It's, um, it, it has changed. It has changed. I won't, I won't say a lot, but there's, there's, I'm all about change. I'm always, I'm always about improving. I'm all about listening to other things and other people and seeing what I could do to help my own program. And, um, you know, it's just the change has been for the better. I mean, even this just year, we kind of changed the way we instructed the program to make it more hype, to make it more engaging. And, um, you know, I, I, I love it. I love the transition that in the years that, you know, I'm only four or five years into this. And, you know, knowing companies who are 25, 30 years, 40 years, you know, in business, I, I can only imagine where I will be at that time, you know, just knowing the transition and the changes that are happening now. I, you know, it's, it's literally, it's crazy that the program that I thought, let's say, you know, teaching adults and fitness right now has changed it to me in schools and dealing with the younger generation and actually putting my efforts and my passion in, into the younger generation. You know, it's, you know, I learned from the adults and doing that program and being like, thought that that was my calling. And then through these transition years, realized that there was more of an importance. There was more of an importance of, you know, not just the adults, but this younger generation who are in more of a need of, of being, you know, doing physical education and being more active and, and things like that. So, um, you know, again, I'm grateful for just the journey that has come to because it continues to flow into the pattern or the path that, you know, God has chosen for me, I would say, you know, how much fun is it to um, work with the kids? Um, I can't, I can't, words cannot even describe. I, I, I mean, I, I could be tired as everything. Every bone in my body could be hurting, not want to get up. But as soon as I pop that music on and there's a hundred kids, you know, ready to rock, it, it's like a game changer. I, I, I think it's why I feel the way I feel and how I act the way I act because I just surround myself with such young, you know, young individuals and things like that. You just keep it on your toes. It's, uh, I, again, I can't even explain it because I, I know this is my calling. 
you know, as things come along in life, like you, when you fall into it, like, you know, this is it. And this is it, you know, uh, this is it. The kids, it's my heart. And, um, you know, this generation needs people like us to, you know, really put these people, uh, put these kids in the forefront, you know, because they're, they're losing faith in the fact that they could be active and be motivated and be inspired and all these kind of things because they're dealing with so much more right now. You know, I have a 16 year old and, you know, the amount of things that these kids go through, I, I can never imagine what, what I would be or, or what I'd be going through if I was his age, you know, during my time, you know, it's a whole different era. So it, it's more of an importance for people like us to really um, put more time and effort into this ju- younger generation so they could grow up knowing the rights and wrongs and things that they could do to better their lives and to feel better and to be positive and, and, you know, just take care of each other. You know, this world is in a bad place. So, you know, sometimes it's hard to uh, talk to adults and change their minds. We're so stubborn in our ways. But, you know, the younger generation, that's the future. So, you know, um, that's where I feel the need needs to be and to where me and my team, where we really put uh, a lot of our efforts into. It's it's so fantastic. I agree with you 100%. It's like, you know, playing for a living is a lot funner than working for a living. And, you know, you get to play. And these kids, they, they you know, they, they teach you the way. They, t- they show you how to, you know, be a kid again and have fun. So right. from that perspective, it's great. And, and, you know, and then from their perspective, they have this opportunity to jump around and dance and feel good in school, which isn't always the case. You know, I... I have uh, I have a couple programs. I had a program this morning. I ran, I have a running program for kids, and uh, you know I had the kids out, and we were running around and having fun. And I'd break them up into two groups, so I do an hour with one group, and then an hour with the with the older kids. And uh, we had the uh-huh. uh, we had the Jonathan Ross Funtensity rubber chickens out today, and we were rubber chicken relay, <laughs> oh and we were God. it was hysterical. <laughs> yeah, I, I ordered some chickens from Jonathan Ross, so uh, we you know, and it's just it's a blast. You know, I also taught a five. I also taught a five fifteen boot camp with grown ups this morning, and then they're all grumpy and they're. You know, I hate to say it, they're just like you know, they're kind of it's just like because you didn't bring out the rubber chicken. I should bring them that. the rubber chicken. <laughs> they would need to, you know, like it's exactly it is. It's like they they forgot about it. They forgot about play. Or what right. I'm even going to say, Carshall, is that. With something that's huge for me, you know, I left investment banking to go teach because I thought that that was my calling to work with kids to really inspire them. And, and it's not that, you know, now that I've left teaching to go full time into fitness, it, it's the same thing. It's calling. Like all of us, I hope, I wish in my heart that everyone in the world could actually be able to follow their callings. Cause I know it's, it is, you know, it is, um, very much, you know, financial or people just can't do things sometimes. And, um, and either take those chances where they, you know, don't have the opportunity. So, you know, I am very grateful for that opportunity. But even when I was in, in school, the need for students and, you know, I was high school, but the need for students in general to just hear something positive sometimes, you don't know what they're going through. Their home life may be crap. And right. you may say something to a kid that, you know, Hey, you know, I'm really proud of you. Or, you know, even, you know, when I work with kids in schools now in the fitness realm, you know, you give them a high five and say, Hey, you're awesome. That may have been the only positive thing they have heard or the only physical touch that they've gotten all day. And that includes going home. That includes a parent interaction. That includes siblings or friends, maybe who knows? And, right. you know, I just want to say thank you for what you're doing because it's people like you that 
are lifting up our kids that are getting them to understand that, you know, I matter. We've talked to a lot of people with, you know, that we all matter, but we don't all realize that we matter sometimes. And, and that's a huge problem. And, you know, again, we're, we're a podcast that really, we started out as, you know, trying to just inform people of fitness and nutrition and, and where do I turn to and what could I do? Or if I'm in the industry and, you know, what's out there? Well, it really turns out that it's about body and mind. It's not right. just about what you eat. It's not just about how you move, but it's about how you feel about yourself, how you feel about other people, who who surrounds you in life. Because, you know, negativity breeds negativity. And Correct. positivity is something that is contagious. And you surround, you get rid of that negative in life. Like, man, life is a lot better. Oh, my Absolutely. Gosh. Here, here. Absolutely. So, um, so, so tell, tell me here. So tell me about the program. Tell us about the program. Tell the audience about the program and, you know, the, the adult programs you have versus the kids programs and how you, you know, what's, what's different? What's the same? What is it based on? How do you, uh, you know, how does it, how does it work? Uh, well, with the adult program, Kerbumka, which was created first, um, it was, for me, uh, I, I created it because I felt like there was a way for um, for the fitness crew to to not only get their fit and get their workout, but actually learn dance and learn rhythm and coordination and have fun doing it. So, um, you know, with with the adults, um, it's it's kind of like self-explanatory in the sense of like that's just basically what they're you know they kind of there to do and why they love the program is that. They're actually learning movements and they're capable of also doing the movements. They feel more confident and, um, you know, they just love the music. Um, they love the energy from the instructors. And, uh, you know, we just we make sure with them that it's just, you know, we have fun and they sweat and they get fit. And, you know, adults are all about the calories and, you know, the amount of steps and things like that. So the program really covers all those things that, um, you know, really give the overall fitness and also the dance all into one um as with the kids program um it's a little more where i had to learn and really become more of an asset in the education world it's become more um educational based so it wasn't just about coming in and teaching the kids to dance and then you know and they sweat and that's it but also really tying into their daily lives and actually uh, fixing the programming where it would be, uh, you know, suitable for first graders and then fix the program where it will be suitable for second graders and third graders and then all the way up to 12th grade. So it, it really became more of a, um, um, a curriculum and a breakdown that we had to really start uh, putting together so we could be suitable for the schools that, that, uh, that invite us in, um, which to me was so awesome because I didn't realize how in-depth you know, the program could really get or how in depth that, uh, it could really change the body physically and, 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 and mentally until we really started getting into the, you know, learning the information and learning about children's and their lives and, you know, what's really needed for them to sustain that healthy lifestyle. Um, so we really provide more of a message, um, with the kids, um, in the beginning before we start the program, you know, we ask them about, you know, do they do any activities? They play any sports, you know, healthy things for them to eat. You know, we really try to educate them on that. You know, even though we're doing a dance program, it's not about doing dance. It's just about getting up and moving. 
you know, and we just, I just utilize my skill as dance as one of those, you know, tools that these kids could use. But our overall goal is just to get these kids inspired and engaged to actually step out of their comfort zone and try something new. And it's just amazing to see, you know, when you have a hundred kids at a time, I mean, they come from all walks of life. Some of them have two left feet. They don't care about dance or, you know, they're dance experts or, you know, football stars or the computer wizards or whatever you want to know. But it's awesome to see all hundred of them in sync, in tune, all on the same page and engage and inspired because they, they feel accomplished. You know, they're with their peers. They could even be amongst the bullies of the school. And it kind of levels the playing field that, hey, we're all on the same team now. And, um, you know, it's really awesome to see the, the school spirit change. You know, we really hear back from a lot of the teachers that, you know, what they've seen in the first, you know, in 45 minutes, they've never seen from this kid all year, you know, and it, it just took, you know, somebody to make them feel that, hey, it doesn't matter what you're doing as long as you're doing it and you love what you're doing, it's all that matters, you know, and it it's really awesome to see in such a short period of time how it could really change the aura of the school um, and, and just, you know, people's lives. So it's um, it's why it's really, you know, so much more passionate to me. You know, we really put a lot more work into it um, because it was deserving, you know, and, and the kids deserved all that time and effort that was put into it so they could, you know, really have a great time with us. All right, this is my question for you. Okay. How do you inspire them? What, what I mean, obviously, you don't just show up and be like dance. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so, what is it? What without giving away all your tricks? I mean, what is it? I mean, I have seen you in action before. I have, you know, I've seen the the Kerbumka and I've seen the Kershaw Anthony in action. Now, describe to us what what is it? How do you do it? How do you light that fire? Because you do. It's you know what the, when you are. When you show that you're on the same level as them or you understand them, you know, that's what's, that's what, that's the first spark. And secondly, I'm a crazy, crazy man that dresses all colorful, <laughs> all outwag. I am not the normal adult or teacher that these kids see. So when they see me walking in with all colors and not caring how I look and I'm just all in my own swag, they kind of get that like, Oh, okay. He's kind of cool. He's kind of, you know, if he's able to do that, then I'm able to do, you know, I could wear red socks and yellow socks and, you know, and crazy hats and things like that. You know, I, we really get our instructors to to have that first impression of like something explosive. And, and it's all about our character, you know. So if we go in there like, hey, no matter what I'm talking about here, we're just going to have a lot of fun and that I understand what your kids are going through and that, hey, no matter what you see me being me that you could be you um that's you know that's 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 the whole thing you know i mean it's really all about the energy these kids these kids are so smart these days they could tell they could tell what's fake they could tell what's real first five minutes are going to tell if they're all engaged with you or they're not all about you you know so we really with you know with me and the people that surround me we just gotta have that we gotta be on that level we gotta be energetic and, you know, and ready to rock out, you know, and, and when you have fun with these kids and you're on that level, they, they're ready to rock out with you. It's, it's empowering to them. You know, it's, it, it, it's, it is. that's exactly like what you're doing. And, and, and I think that the, the main thing was the first part that you hit on is, is just bringing it to their level 
and you know having them see that that it's okay for them to you know be a little outrageous or you know and 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 you know if you can get to their level and then they can see themselves at your level well then you know that's empowering it's beautiful right absolutely absolutely i got a quick question for you so yes when did when was fitness like your full time did you do something before or was this always kind of the main gig um well before that i was just i mean i was just just a dance choreographer. So I was just teaching classes, you know, here I was teaching classes in the city. Um, I was acting really. I was, I was doing a lot of acting, um, for a while, um, and getting myself really up there until, you know, I, um, you know, I got full custody of my son. And, uh, and that's when the game kind of changed in a sense of, Hey, I can't just run around for myself and, you know, and just dance for the dollar. I gotta, if this is what I want to do, I have to create something, you know, I have to make this a business or, you know, find something to provide, you know, provide for myself and my, and my son, you know? So, um, uh, I don't know if that's answered the question, but that's yeah. what, I, that's what I was doing, yeah. you know, before, before fitness. I mean, I was just dancing. I was a break dancer, videos, traveling right. you know and and touring and acting <laughs> oh that's awesome because most people you know there's most of us i would say that you know are in the fitness industry it wasn't a super easy path it wasn't like you know what i'm gonna just graduate high school and and i'm gonna be in the fitness industry or i'm gonna major in something even if you went to you know like people go to college and they're like you know no one really majors in what they turn out to do and it's it's fascinating right. and that's why i always ask that question because you know really we're not always the facebook versions of ourselves that or the social media versions that people think and sure. right. i think that's Absolutely. something i think it's something important i always love to touch on that because you know people will say oh i you know i wish i had your this or i wish you know the grass is always greener on the other side you don't see that the struggles and the triumphs and you know this past oh yeah this past mm-hmm. year I did a you know I did a documentary of my road to Iron Man and there were times where I was like like crying and I'm like oh my gosh this is so <laughs> pathetic but you know I'm, you know I, I'm like, I loved it Kershaw I I told oh. her that it was very good for likes and ratings I was like Christine we need more crying here can you we cry a cry. little bit <laughs> and meanwhile I'm like literally having like emotional breakdown you know. Um, but it, you know, that's real life. And I, I hate, you know, it was almost like I was half of me was like, man, I'm really letting people in, letting the public in of, of what, who I am and what goes on. But I but felt that's that most, that's the, that's amazing though. Those people, oh my goodness. They, they, they need that. They need people just like you to like literally show the true colors. Cause like you said, Half the, more than half the, these people, they're hiding behind the social media that nobody really sees the real deal or the struggle, you know, or anything like that. So, you know, I, I commend you for that because not too many people could do that, you know, and it's you put yourself out there and, and vulnerable for everybody else to see. Like, it's not just you going through it, you know, and you do like what I was doing with the kids. You had other people seeing themselves within you and and like if she could do it and she's crying about it then shit this is not easy and then they could respect you being at that start line and the finish line you know like hey i just didn't come out of the womb and all of a sudden i'm a fitness guru and i'm running ironmans you know so what you did was is is awesome and we need more of it so more crying more crying oh my gosh i i I think that i think that (laughs) (laughs) what people don't always see right is the soul searching 
right. that people right. don't always see like that that inner pull or you know that the thing that really you know we always know I, one of the things I always say to to my clients and especially the men that I'm trying to get back into good you know into better health is you don't always you, you know we always know what to do. We always know what to do. We know what to do. We don't often act on it, right? We don't right. always say, like, we don't, oh, man, I really need to get in better shape. I really need to be more healthy. I have a family, whatever, like, you know, for the the general, um, you, you, know, di- you know, diagram of the people that I work with, um, you know, description. And, you know, they don't always do it. But, you know, it's kind of good to kind of see that because that's happening all the time and especially with kids, Right. Kids know, but they're off. I mean, the peer pressure and whatever it is. And now it's worse than ever. Like you said, I don't even want to know. My kids are a little bit younger. Oh, man. It's tough. (laughs) The social media aspect is just like, you know, with like what you're doing, Crystal, and what, you know, and working with kids and, and Brian and I do the same thing that it's, you know, sometimes kids get a bad rap, you know, and they and it's like, oh, well, they're lazy and this and that and and. I kind of look at it the other way sometimes and say they have a lot more to deal with than than we realize. And, you know, I sometimes even teach in high school, I would sit back and be like, man, the social media aspect of life right now is on. I I think I would have had many more nervous breakdowns (laughs) when I was younger than I did because it doesn't go away. (laughs) I mean, the school would have learned about me real quick. (laughs) If one of my friends was like, oh, so what Kershaw did and posted it. Or here's a picture of Christine. Look at who she's with now. I'm like, oh, my God. My son goes through things where friends have moved away or moved out of the school because of what they've gone through with social media. You know, like just having a, uh, you know, one of his friends having a, a girlfriend or whatever. And then, you know, you, back in the day, nobody took pictures or did anything like that where it would be sent out to, you know, the 5,000 people within your messenger. You know, now you have the whole group, you know, and Satan in the school district where you have, you know, over thousands of thousands of kids and you're on one of those group chats. I mean, it takes one picture for the whole school to know <sighs> what goes down. And it can literally, I mean, it has. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen him go through it with his friends that they literally have to leave the district and go someplace else because it's literally ruined their lives. It's 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 a whole nother game out there. Yeah. You know, it's so unhealthy. Well, I've seen it's very unhealthy. I've seen so the kids, kids and the teachers, kids and teachers I've seen removed from schools because of oh, things. Yeah? I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's scary. It's it's scary. It really is. How do you talk to your son about that? Um, I just um. I mean, I just, uh, I, I keep them active, you know, to be honest with you. I just make sure, you know, I mean, kids are kids, you know, they're going to go and, and, and try new things and experience stuff. But as long as you could be in their corner and it's just always reminding them of, of the goodness and the positive things that they could be, you know, and I, and for me, I always tell my son, I'm like, today be a leader. You know what I'm saying? Like today, you know, you make the right choice. You know, don't let somebody lead you in the wrong direction. You know, you already know what's right and wrong. Right. You know, so it's you making the decision. So today, you know, I'm like, when you get to school, have people follow you in the right footsteps and you make the right decisions and don't worry about you saying no to something, you know, and and people not following that or saying things, you know, again, the peer pressure is crazy and it's a lot easier to follow, you know, but again, if you just... For me, it's about repetition and just continuously instill it in their minds 
you know, hopefully when they go through things like that, that kind of pops into their brain cell, you know, before they make a decision, you know, before they act on anything. So, and, and um, I, I think that that, that kind of was like, just like what I was saying before, like how we always know what the, we usually know the right thing to do, right? We usually right. know, like we, like you said, you know, right from wrong, you know, you know, good and bad. And you know, you have a general idea of whether it's intuition or not of what to do. And, and I think that for a lot of times with these kids, it's empowering them to, to act on that and to be there, you know, true to themselves and not, you know, the other people. And, and then it's okay to, to, you know, to do those things that you know are right or wrong. Right. Uh, I have, I have like two rules with my kids and, you know, they're younger. They're, you know, nine years old and six and four, but the, ha- the house rules are, are, um, be good listeners and make good choices. And, you know, if you can kind of do those two things, if you can be a good listener and make good choices, there's other ones too. If you piss on the seat, you got to give me 10 push-ups. But, uh, <laughs> but, I should have used that one. Well, and, and if you don't flush, it's another 10. And uh, and it's really funny because they, they, they police each other. So like exactly. they, like they'll be like he was in there last you know so it's like they kind of <laughs> like you know they they don't want to do the push ups they're gonna be jacked though I tell you that you know yeah, right. exactly <laughs> they're gonna love it later <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all the toilet push ups the, the cleaning la- yeah yeah I'm the cleaning lady too so you know it's like <laughs> <laughs> so Crystal can we talk about your son for a second because okay. obviously you know you were saying you know you wanted to go and and develop a program and that was something that would be great for you know not just you but but raising your son so now obviously your son means the world to you he though is also very very talented yes tell us what you and your son do together um we uh we dance together a lot you know we, we take a lot of classes in the city uh he takes the he takes my classes that i teach um, but that's like, that's our bonding moments, you know, whether we're at the house, I have a nice little studio at the house where, you know, um, you know, we could always put together dance routines and stuff like that, but that's, that's our thing. Uh, that's, that's, that's what we do a lot. And, uh, unfortunately for this summer, I got him to even at a young age, start teaching and, you know, teaching kids themselves and teaching at dance studios, um, you know, and just, you know, utilize his talent. Um, so yeah, that's our thing. We love it. And now what, what does he want to do now? Does he have any kind of goals or, or kind of, I don't know, foreseeable future in, uh, in dance? Is that his, is that really where he wants to go as well? Um, I think, uh, somewhat, yes. You know, I, I mean, he loves to act. He loves to act. He does a lot of theater stuff. Um, I, I, I think, uh, you know, t- the, the acting and everything, the talent really comes to him easily. So it's like, um, he has a lot of avenues, I could say. So I, I don't know if he's, you know, not sure where to go. Um, you know, I think he's in between stages, but I think he knows that right now he wants to flow with the, you know, with the dancing and acting. You know, um, um, you know, for me at the age, and I know many others, sometimes we have that. Oh no, this is what I want to be. You know, oh, this is what I want to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he's still like, you know, not that he's unsure, but he's like, I don't know where this path is going to take me. You know, but I know I have this talent. I'm just going to utilize it, you know. So um, as me, uh, you know, 39 and I'm still trying to, you know, pursue my career and dreams, I, I kind of sit back and be like, all right, this kid has some time, you know. Right. <laughs> he doesn't need, He doesn't need to know exactly what he needs to know right now. 
he still has some time because I'm still figuring shit out. So, <laughs> so what's what's the um? So what's what's kind of on the agenda right now? Is it are you really you know rallying troops to certify people to then instruct around obviously the country and the world or what's um what's the big exciting thing like that you're working on right now? So the the two things that I'm really uh, working on right now with the kids program is is getting more instructors. We just certified about five more instructors yesterday in New York City, um, and and that and that's that's our goal for this year. You know, I, I've been to like California and Miami and and places like that doing the program, but to really um, to really like. To, to have it there, you know, and to find instructors there and things like that. Uh, I'm really trying to follow the, you know, the basic uh, fitness model, like the Zumba model and things like that, where, you know, um, where we could fill these schools up, you know, places where they're really looking for, you know, high energy instructors and just have, you know, the program in each and every state, you know. Um, and we also, we have the DVD that we've been working on. We're just waiting on the final production of it. Um, but that was shot a couple months ago and that's going to be a whole nother, uh, great thing to allocate out to schools and even to parents, you know, uh, to families and their homes and things like that. Just, uh, a better way to keep in touch and to get them engaged without us being there, um, you know, face to face. That's so. really, that's really cool. How's that going to work? Is that going to be like the DVD? Is it stuff you can do at home or, you know, is it, uh, yeah. So okay. it's 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 exactly the program. It's me on the screen. Me and my dance team on 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 the screen. They get the same energy. Uh, they learn the moves uh, step by step. We have great music with the DVD, and um, you know they'll just have a great. They'll have a fun time dancing and getting a workout, and um, you know it's just fun and entertaining. So it, it's really fit for the school. Uh, easy enough for the teachers to navigate, and um, also it's a it's a full family. You know. The whole family could be in front of the TV and 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 go through the the programming in the DVD. So uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Everybody should have fun with that. So now, Kershaw, if do you yes. go to schools now? And do you are you certifying PE teachers to roll um, this out I, or what? I go. I do go to schools now. Um, I do not certify PE teachers. Um, I certify actually and uh, dance entertainers. So um, I in in my world in my field as an entertainer we always struggled with daily daily work you know we, our, our stuff was mostly nightlife or we were going from audition to audition and things like that but nothing really steady and I kind of figured out that this program needed high energy dance teachers those who could d- teach the dance and and also be outsiders from the school because when kids see somebody different. They kind of, and and they get that same message. They kind of grab to it, gravitate to it more. Right. It's like your parents telling you something, and then you hear it from your neighbor, and then you follow what your neighbor said. Oh, you yeah. know, because you, you know you, you see your parents every day. You think they don't know anything, but so, all of a sudden the stranger comes in all wackadoo, <laughs> and he says the same thing, and you believe it. You know, so um, I, <laughs> so you know that's kind of the route it went. Um, also for the simple fact that you know not all the PE teachers are. Uh, like have a dance background so for for themselves they actually like the fact that somebody else could come in and talk to the teachers so they don't really have to go through you know through the whole <laughs> the pain of learning dance and rhythm and things like that um that's awesome i was i was asking i was thinking the same thing when you were saying that is that sometimes when i was teaching we would literally just switch classes so that you would be teaching a different class for a day 
And you would literally say the same thing that the same te- their normal thing. teacher said, and they would be like, "We totally get it." I'm like, "That's exactly right. what I just." <laughs> but it was not me. I was know? I was thinking about how right. I can say the same thing as my mother in law, and my mother in law's point gets across way more to my wife than mine does. You know, <laughs> my my <laughs> my wife comes back and presents it as an original idea. Meanwhile, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. You know what? One thing that that has been a common theme on the show when we bring people in and and mostly people that work with adults is that the apprehension of people to uh, to start an exercise program and to, you know, they kind of know that they should do it or they want to. They just don't know where to start or they're just, you know, they, they don't really feel comfortable walking into that setting. Right. And I think that a lot of ways it, it lines up with the way that kids are with sports and, you know, group sports and team sports and the way that that is kind of off putting too, because it's, you know, there's the tryouts and the, and, 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 you know, it's clubs and, you know, you got to have in and it's very clicky and all those things. And I think that that and the way that it's developed, you know, and I kind of see it with my kids, club soccer and things like that, that it, it, it's it's turning it's turning people away. It's turning kids away from being active because it's a different setup. It's like you know the, I could see kids being hesitant to want to involve themselves with that because they might not you know might not go the way that they really want to, and it's just like it's it's just kind of rough. Right. And I think that what you're doing is 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 giving them an opportunity to be active, right, in a way where it doesn't really include that, and it's just like here it is, we're in, you know, like you can do this too. Everybody's you know doing this. And and the way that we you know all these trainers that we have on say the same thing about the adult stuff and we need to make it fun it needs to be inclusive it needs to be opening and warm and you know it's just I kind of see that as as a as a offshoot to kids and exercising that isn't team sports that you're providing them I think that's awesome right thank you I appreciate that but you you said it right on the head that's that's exactly it you know and that's why. Uh, kids and adults were they're scared they're scared to jump in because it, everything looks so quickly uh, clicky and you know if you don't know the in and all the info then you can't they feel like they can't be a part of it you know or it's too much to handle so you know to for you know for me and other instructors who create these you know these programs where you know there there isn't that type of um you know um thing that's going around and and people just people from all walks of life could just walk in and feel comfortable is definitely the first step to having them now get to that next step to doing whatever they felt uncomfortable doing in the first place, you know? Um, and, and that's, you know, and that's what I try to provide. So, you know, you, you're absolutely right, Brian. It's fantastic. Yes. All right. So take us, take us like five years from now, right now. What do you, where do you see yourself? I'll say five years, even 10. Five uh, years. Where are we, Kershaw, in five years? Uh, are you being for real right now? For real. I'm going to be for real right oh, now. Oh, be for real. Because I'll be for I'll real be for with real. you. For real. Okay. <laughs> so five years right now, Kaboom Kids will be worldwide. I'm putting it out there in the universe. It will be worldwide. The way, this, the way this universe is going, they're going to need more of us. And, um, and the way my butt works, I am not stopping until this message gets across worldwide. So in five years, I'm going to be across country, 
other parts of the world doing exactly what I've done to the United States, and that's just getting kids up, moving, feeling great about themselves, and uh, and and that's it. You know, that's it. It's gonna be me and kids worldwide. I love it. World. Wow, I'm changing the game. Be careful about throwing things out in the universe around me or Brian because yeah. they tend to happen whether yeah, you want it, it or not. So I'm just going to throw that out there. I sometimes come in, Kershaw, and I'll say something to Brian or I'll say it to my husband. I'll be like, listen, I just have to say this. I'm going to say it once. I just have to get off my chest. I got to throw it out to the universe. And then the shit happens and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, we um, got. I mean, we have a podcast now. This is how that works, you know. All right, there you go. Boom. Yeah. Like we got like an international podcast. Like this, I'm like, <laughs> hey Brian, you know, I always wanted to podcast. He's like, all right, I'm in. I'm in. I'm like, all right. <laughs> you don't have an answer. You're like, wait a minute. That was like, that was almost a year ago. Yeah, about a year ago. And, and you guys have been rocking. And it's been uh, it's been a crazy ride. We're over fifty episodes now. It's having, we're having fun. It's uh. Yeah, and some, I mean, rock stars, Kershaw, you know, like you, and, you know, really top of the line of fitness and health and, you know, nutrition companies and freaking people with stories that are like uh, nuts, like freaking nuts that, uh, you know, just hoping to inspire the world and, you know, getting out there in so many different, uh, you know, all around the country and internationally with fitness programs and stuff. It's just, it's been a... um I'm going to freaking Iron Man like three days ago. Like this, that was like ridiculous. Like I don't even know what to say. I'm so I, I, freaking tired. I I'm thought like, that was like the, the one, like, be careful what you ask for. Yeah, it is. Careful what you be ask careful. for. Christine's ass was on a bicycle for, you know, eight hours the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never throwing that out to you. Right. Yep. <laughs> do you know, do you know that I'm actually frightened because I'm like, I teach a spin class a week and I love it. Like I really do. I teach just only a couple classes a week now because of, scheduling but like i really love this class you know you got a great group of people like you just kind of it's almost like your own workout yeah. and, and it's like social hour and it's just freaking right. like so cycle it's like for me and um i'm so frightened to get on that bike in a couple hours i'm not gonna <laughs> lie i had like nightmares last night i'm like I need you, back <laughs> you need to get like a pillow i might not even sit today it's gonna be all standing <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> Universe. That's crazy. Oh man. All right. I do have to ask you this. So when you work with kids and you leave the kids, right? What's yes. the one message you hope they walk away from? Walk away from you with? What's that one like one thing that you're like, this is it. This is what I want them to leave me. No. So we uh sorry not to cut you off. Um but we do uh we do a pledge with the kids after every program. And it's a it's the I promise pledge, uh Kaboom Kids pledge that we have. And um it, it goes like this. I'll just tell you exactly what it is. Uh and they kinda they kinda repeat after the instructor says so we kinda say I promise and it's I promise uh you know to stay healthy. I promise uh to stay active. And then we go, I promise to be kind to my classmates and my teachers. And then we say, I promise to always be great. So that's, that's something that we have them speak about. And that's what we have them leave with. It's just, you know, just going over those, uh, those pinnacle points that I think would be, 
um, you know, awesome for them just to think about all the time throughout their school days. And that's just to continue to stay healthy, to make sure that they stay active and that they're kind to their classmates and kind to their teachers and that they themselves are of true greatness and of power and they are capable of doing anything if they put their minds into it, you know, um, and, and, you know, and that's it. I freaking that's- love it. Why did I Thank ever you. have a doubt that that would be, you I know, mean, his answer? I, <laughs> I, I mean, I love, I love the simplicity of it, right? I love the message. I love everything about it. And I love, like, the simplicity of kids. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's perfect. Thank you. Well, Brian, Thank you. They Brian love talk, it. They yeah. love They raise their right hand. It's like, oh, I don't want to say, like, saying the pledge, but, yeah. you know. They, uh, <laughs> but you know, yeah. they, it's something that I even hear from a lot of teachers when we go back or when they send emails that some of the teachers love it so much, they use it as a pledge in their classrooms. You know, they, they recite that over to the school. So I, it's really awesome that it's starting to resonate further than, you know, us just talking about it after the program. Did you trademark it yet? Um, I did not, but now that you said that, I think I should. I mean, right. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, put that I down. will now be <laughs> taking 5% of that um, revenue of <laughs> the pledge. Christine's new pledge. <laughs> oh, man. That's too funny. No, but that's amazing. And I was going to say before that Brian talks about keeping it in kindergarten when he talks to clients and things like that. And it's really true that you got to keep it simple. There's, you don't need a long list of things in order to just say like, you know, be nice. Right. Like, don't right. be an a-hole. I'm sorry. Right, like, right. But that's true. Like, just be nice. There's plenty of people and there's plenty of world for all of us to share. Guess what? You don't have to put other people down. Why don't we try and lift everybody up? And, right. and that's really what it's about and empower the kids. And, you know, when I work with people and kids and adults and whatever, everyone is, you know, there's always this negative, negative. And I'm like, why are we being so negative? Life is so freaking short for those of us that have, you know, been through losses and, and deaths and, you know, like disease and this and that. There's enough crap for us to deal with. Why can't we just focus on that positive and, you know, try and lift everyone up that, I mean, that's really what it's about. And that's kind of what you're talking about with your pledge and you're talking about with the kids. And, you know, even if you work with adults, it's, it's about having fun. And guess what? Fun is something that we all need, whether we know it or not. Yeah. Fun and simplicity. That's right. I tell my team that all the time. I said, whatever we write, it has to be even with, like you said, with adults, like we, it has to be ABC. That's the only way it's going to resonate to them and then for them to understand, you know, that's, that's, that's how it works, you know? Um, so <laughs> it, 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 it's like, it's something that I use all the time. Like Christine said, I say to him, stay in kindergarten. You know, it's, it's yeah. like whenever I'm working with somebody like, you know, they'll, they'll come in, you know, raw or, you know, unhealthy or overweight or whatever it is that they were looking to do. And then like a week later, they're like, tell me about macros, you know? And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, just like eat it. Eat, <laughs> tell like, me about, my trainer yeah. told me to go on ketogenic diet. Yeah. That's my favorite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, I'm like, do you, how about oil pulling? Do you oil pull? I'm like, no. I'm like you know, stay in kindergarten, right? There's, right. there's a book, go, everything. Put down the burger. I go, yeah. do you eat burgers a lot? Put it down. Right. There's ABC for you. Start with that. That's yeah. right. A is apple. B is broccoli. C is chickpeas. Like, we're rolling now. Like, we can do this. Carrot. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. It is so true. So true. 
so true. All right. Goodness. Well, Kershaw, one last uh, one last thing, or two last things, I, actually, because Brian's going to ask you to tell us all of where we could find you and find out about your programs. And um, we got to get you to the Jersey Shore, number one. Yes. Because that's, I, I, think, I think I've talked to you about this a while ago, but um, that needs to happen, like, immediately. So okay. I will be yes. in touch with you about that. Um, okay. But other than that... If you have to leave our listeners with one last kind of kernel of knowledge or something, what would you tell everybody? A pearl. Give us a pearl. Give us a Kershaw. pearl from you. <sighs> I know, right? Man, that's like the toughest question out of the whole entire. You're welcome. There's so many. Um, uh, man, I I would say I, I would say. I will leave it with one word, and that's believe. You know, believe in your efforts. You know, believe in the struggles. Believe that what you're telling yourself, what you feel is happening or what you want to happening will come true. Just, like, believe. If you soulfully could believe in you, that's where it starts. Then others will start to believe in you as well. You know, but it starts with you. You can't, you know, you can't hound on other now I'm going longer. Leave with one thing. Now here comes that thing. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah, but um, for me to to literally for me to survive and going through what I've gone through, um, you know, and to, to be like living in hotels and in my car and all that kind of stuff. At the end of the day, I believed in my journey. Like I believed that what I was trying to do was going to come out on top. You know, it was going to eventually show light and I was going to be in the best place I ever wanted to be, you know, and that was my first. It's just belief. It's belief. It's going to happen. It's perfect. And do you feel that you're in that place, Kershaw? Yes. I, I, I know I'm not even close to where I want to be, but because I have followed my own, you know, beliefs and, and passion and things like that, I'm exactly where I need to be. You know, even when I, I have my struggle days and stress days, it, it doesn't dwindle me. It doesn't weaken me. It doesn't second guess my efforts. It just shows up and I'm like, okay, well, it's a struggle day. You know, it, 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 the more you're into it, you know, the, the, you know, the easier it is. You know, the bounce backs are so much easier. You know, instead of taking a week to be like, all right, let me get my ass back in gear. You're like, all right, that was the last 24, new 24. Here we go. You know, so I I believe I'm definitely where I need to be. And, um, you know, I believe that where I want to be is where I will end up. Yeah. I, you know, you see it for what it is now. Those those little hiccups or the, the speed bumps, you know, you see them for what they are. It's it's you know, it's just it's nothing that's too damning that that you can't, you know, just get back. And like you said, have a good day the next day. Yeah, you know, and, we're just and, not trained like that. That's the thing. We grow up l- looking at things where people, you know, they get hurt and things yeah. happen, and they sit on it for years. Yeah. I mean, your parents, yeah, you know, you you see it in your own family that like people still thirty years later can't let things go, and they they you know they can't go to people's houses, they can't talk to this, and I'm like, man, That's I'm it. like, how you waste your whole life on something that can literally could change in 24 hours by just your mindset, you know? So, you know, it sucks because we're just, we're built on that type of way of thinking. And it's like now as adults, like I said, we're so stubborn. We have to retrain that and be like, yo, you know what? 
that's not it's it's really nothing that ain't shit it's an emotion it's it's this it's happened how can i what can i do in the next 24 to better it to not let it happen again or whatever it is you know what you just, learn from it it's what we have to do yeah. Oh, what'd you learn? That's right. it. Moving uh, on. Moving on. Next. Moving on. Next. Otherwise, it's a slow death. We don't. You yeah, know, it's it really just a is. Slow death. So, it really is. So tell us. Let's. Uh, we're gonna wrap this up with you. We've had a blast. This has been a lot of fun. Yes. Thank you. Well, thank awesome. you. Thank you. How do people find you? What can we? What are your handles? Where are you on Instagram and the world and Facebook and YouTube? Tell us. Yes, so I am on all those platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, kind of. But um, um, I'm on all those social media platforms. You could find me uh, in a couple ways. Uh, you can spell my full name out, Kershaw Anthony, K-E-R-S-H-E-L, last name Anthony. Um, you can also follow me um, on my Kaboom Kids, my kids' programs. Uh, that's K-E-R. B O O M K I D Z, um, Kaboom Kids. And, um, through there, you can see many other things that I do. I own a DJ company. Um, I own a party service for kids. Uh, I do a couple other uh, craziness businesses that I run under. Um, but those are my main handles where you can find out where I am next. Uh, my next big event or if you want to um, have us come into your school or or anything like that we are your one-stop shop to rock out so um, <laughs> you know holler at me people of course before you go how did you come up with okay. that name Kabumka yeah, oh we didn't talk so, about this I mean, we did it we did it but let me tell you something it that's probably the hardest part of this whole entire thing was coming up with this name <laughs> it catchy, really was though. I it probably took the longest time. Probably took about a month. A lot of stress. Um, I was stressing the crap out of all my friends because they're like, yo, can you just get a name already? Because <laughs> um, I was asking them every day. I didn't want to be another dance, fitness, hip-hop you know, thing. I, like, I wanted something that it was a little difficult to say, but once you say it, you remember it, and like it will be in a dictionary. You know, like Zumba. Like Zumba's in a dictionary. So I want Kaboom getting there like, like something different. So – Anyway, going through the uh, the days and days of like looking at street signs and walking through Walmart and and texting stupid names to your friends and they text stupid names back to you, um, it came to a point where I was like, okay, I kind of gotta handle this like a like a business. I gotta handle this like I I have my team. We're all at the table and we now have to ha you know we have a whiteboard and we gotta start jotting things down and really and really put that together. So. Um, there was a night where I invited all my friends over and I said, I have pizza and I have beer and whatever else. And we're going to sit here until we get this name. And uh, thank God for all my friends that, you know, they were really, um, you know, really pushing for me to do this. They loved they loved what I was doing. And, you know, they all showed up and we started what I think 10 o'clock in the morning. And then we got the name probably around 10, 30, 11 o'clock that night. <laughs> Um, that's a lot of beer drinking. Wow. So, um, <laughs> Whatever so, it takes. But I'm a percussionist. So during that time, I was on my drum set and I was beating the drums. And the bass was going boom and the snare was going ka. So we were doing boom ka. And I was doing the rhythm. And people were like, oh my goodness, boom ka. That kind of makes sense. And, but we wanted something a little bit more. And my sister, who was there, says, Kershaw, I think you need to personalize it. Right? Am I right? Uh -huh. personalize it nice and and with the crucial put the cur and and make it like crucial boom car or cur boom car 
And then, right, so it was going to be Kaboom, which was like Kershaw, Anthony, K-A, whatever. But then we switched it to the Kerr, uh, which was for my first name, Kershaw. And, uh, you know, again, we had to sleep on it. It sounded great. And I think half of us was probably a little tipsy and tired. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but the next day, we were, I was getting texts back and people were really starting to fall in love with the name. And uh, that it stuck with them and that it had the rhythm. And it kind of sounded like the program that you would do you know um so that's how the name came about basically um um it was a very long drinking day <laughs> a lot of uh, calories <laughs> Curb, and and it's, a lot, a and lot it's of perfect and and you know and then you can shout it out you can say it loud you can do it. it's perfect Oh my goodness. I mean, even though when I was talking to my class after, I mean, I was, I was teaching there for like two years just doing, you know, commercial dance hip hop. And then when I came in with, all right, we're going to name this program Kabunka, you know, they were like, wait, you're naming this thing? And then, you know, they were like, oh, then it felt like, oh no, we're a crew. Like this is like, okay, that's Zumba or that's whatever. And we're Kabunka. We're Kaboom cats, you know, we're the Kaboom squad. And I was just like, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Oh, so, Crystal, I love it. I love it. That's, I mean, this is the good stuff. This is the, the down and the, you know, the creation and the hard work and everything. And yes. Brian and I are absolutely super, um, excited to have, you know, had you on the podcast and really spread your positivity and your inspiration with our listeners so that they can get out there and check out your program and hopefully bring you to schools around the world and work with kids and really affect change in a positive way. So, Keep doing what you're doing, man, because it is much needed and kids need you. Adults need you. We need you. Everyone needs you. Everyone needs some curse uh, in their life. Thank you. Uh, listen, I'm honored to, you know, to be on the show. I'm finally, you know, we've been talking for a I while, know. Christine, and, you know, I am grateful that, you know, we were able, I was able to have this opportunity with you guys and you guys continue to do what you do because you, we need platforms like we need people like you to spread the word. You know, because we can only do so much. So, you know, you guys continue to hammer it way, you know, and, and, and just follow your vision because you, you're really providing a platform for people like me to really express what we do and, and love what we do and just to show other people, you know, you know, how it's done. So I, I appreciate you guys very much. So and uh, just continue doing what you're doing. Awesome. Love it. Well, awesome. We'll, we'll be sharing your information on all our social media pages and, and platforms and, and getting it out there to, uh, to worldwide as much as we can. And, and, uh, we thank you and thank you. Kershaw, much love. This was fantastic. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, man. I had a blast, Brian. It was a pleasure meeting you. Hopefully we could, you know, meet up some, you know, sooner than later and just, yes. uh, you know, chat some more. Absolutely. Definitely. Always have an open invite. So, awesome. uh, with that said, it's Christine Conti and Brian Prendergast. And we are to fit crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace. <laughs>